it really strikes me how often people talk about all the limiting beliefs that they that they have in their mind and the fact that they don't have money, the fact that they don't have time, they don't have experience, all of these different things that really set them back. Welcome to the Lessons in Real Estate Show, bringing you information directly from industry leaders in multifamily and commercial real estate. Each week, Anthony Pinto interviews top multifamily experts and digs into the hard lessons learned on their pathways to success. We get real to give you a more holistic picture and help you avoid pitfalls others won't tell you about. He will teach you about raising money, growing your portfolio, and attracting investors to your cause. And now your host, Anthony Pinto. Are you in the military, interested, but don't know how to get started in real estate investing? I get it. I was in the exact same boat. But I have good news for you. We have content made just for you. If you head over to our website at pintocapitalinvestments.com, you can hear about how I made the decision to start buying investment properties literally hundreds of feet underwater on a submarine. That's pintocapitalinvestments.com. But you're here for the show, so let's get into it. Hello, learners, and welcome to another edition of the Lessons in Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Anthony Pinto, and today it's just going to be me. And our topic is going to be discussing networking and really how do we find certain individuals in our life. A common question I get when people, you know, start and uh, ask me like, hey, how do I get started? How do I do this? How do I do that? You know, how do we even begin in syndication or real estate investing? And they start listing all of the negative things that are in their lives and things that they don't have and things that they wish they had. And it really strikes me how often people talk about all the limiting beliefs that they that they have in their mind and the fact that they don't have money, the fact that they don't have time, they don't have experience, all of these different things that really set them back uh, in, in trying to get into real estate investing in the first place. And I just have to stop them a lot of times and say, hey, instead of focusing on the negative things that you have, let's focus on the positive things that you have. And let's focus on, okay, great. Yeah, you don't have time. You don't have money. You don't have experience. How can you remedy that? How can you find a way to get over those hurdles? Because those really, that's really all those are, are just hurdles. And they're limiting beliefs that stop us from really achieving our potential. And whether that is syndication and real estate investing as a whole, some other sort of business, it's really just stopping us from reaching our full potential. And so today I wanted to talk about this overall topic of networking and finding those individuals that can bring you the money, that can bring you time, that can bring you experience, that can bring you deals. I mean, fill in the blank on what you need. There are individuals out there who have those exact same things that can help bring to your organization. So I want to talk about the power of networking and really that one connection can change your life. And if you're a part of my uh, Hampton Roads Facebook group and you've been on a networking event, which the next one is tonight, actually, then you'll see that that is the, the name of this networking event that we have every month is one connection can change your life. And I truly believe that because uh, it has happened over and over again. I've seen not only my own life, but with other people's lives. And I'll give you a quick example of this. I have a friend who I used to work with in the shipyard, gosh, many years ago, back on my first boat. And pretty much out of the blue, at the beginning of this year, he reached out and was like, hey, you know, I saw you on Joe Fairless. I think it's really cool what you're doing with real estate investing. I'd like to get involved. And it happened to be there in the time that we are raising for our most recent deal, uh, our 104 unit in Marina in uh, Chesapeake. And it's like, Hey, you know, I know you, there's a lot to learn. There's, you know, 
we have this opportunity available if you'd like to invest. And fortunately, he had the money for that. And so he invested with us in March. And since then, he has set himself up and learned a ton. And he's going essentially from 104 units as an LP to being at more than 500 units as an LP by the end of this year, being involved in three other deals with two other people uh, as general partners. And not only that, but he went from being an LP to now being on, on general partnership roles and really having a future as an individual in the syndication business and you know, making his way out of the nine to five job. And I don't mean it to my own horn, but that's all because he decided to reach out to me and found me as a partner. And here we are, you know, a few months later. And there's countless other stories of that, of people finding individuals that jived with them that they found as not only just mentors, but business partners. I mean, you can look at individuals like David Tupin, who found his mentor in Glenn Gonzalez and is now crushing as the real estate Jedi. Uh, and there's countless other examples of real estate mentors or people who have started off in real estate that have now grown as as uh, they found these mentors and others that really have been that one connection that changed their lives. So let me tell you about my personal experience with that. And I'm going to tell you the story of how I met Phil Capron. And Phil and I are now business partners. We've been in business partners on this Marina Point deal in Chesapeake. We're business partners on a couple other things going on right now and some bigger ventures coming down at the end of the year. And I never thought that I would ever really partner up with Phil. I thought he was so far beyond where I was as an individual in terms of real estate investing that it never really dawned on me that, you know, we could be anything more than just friends that would occasionally see each other. So how did I meet Phil? So back in 2018, when I first got started real estate investing, this was the day before Thanksgiving, I got off my boat and I hugged my wife and I told her, uh, you know, that we were going to house hack a quad and use our VA loan to buy that. And that was going to be our way to get into real estate investing. And she really didn't have any, any indication that that was coming. So as you can imagine, that conversation, at least initially did not go too well. And, you know, needs to say it, it worked out and we moved into real estate investing. And I started going to a lot of different, uh, a lot of different meetups and conferences over those next few weeks. And the first week after Thanksgiving, I went to a real estate uh, meetup and I heard a whole bunch of Navy guys talk about, you know, their experiences while serving active duty and actively investing, um, not only in flips, but in burrs and multi and small multifamily and apartment buildings. I mean, they were kind of doing it all. And that same week we had our local real estate, you know, our big real estate uh, association Christmas party. And I decided to go to it, not really knowing anyone that was going to be there except my real estate agent. And the very first person I met who was who was buying apartment buildings and investing in apartment buildings was this guy named Phil. And uh, he had this kind of mountain man look going on right now, shaggy hair. I think he might have had a beard at the time, just tall and lanky. And, uh, you know, we just kind of clicked. And, you know, he was a former military guy. And I just started asking him, you know, over and over, like, you know, how do you get into apartment buildings? Like, how is that even possible? Like, how are you, you know, you must be a millionaire you know, buying all these apartments and stuff and all these units. And it's like, nah, dude. And so, you know, after the holiday party, we sat down and, and Phil, my wife and I just sat and we talked for like a good three hours about real estate investing, about our, you know, our military careers, about what we were planning on doing, about where we are. I mean, what we had to, what we had to offer, what our kind of general plan was. And it was really refreshing to hear someone who was doing exactly what I wanted to do while also had, you know, previously served. 
And, you know, after that call, I didn't really think much of it. I was like, okay, you know, he gave me a lot of great advice on how to move forward. You know, that's probably the last time I'm ever going to see him. Well, fast forward a few months and I see him at Dealmaker uh, Live in Dallas in July of 2019. Uh, And, you know, we hit it off. We talked some more, had some more drinks. Fast forward to Rock Khalif's event in September uh, and I see him there again. And, you know, we have some more drinks. We keep talking and, you know, something kind of clicks on me. He's like, man, this dude is like constantly going to these different events. You know, maybe he's kind of a good dude to, to watch to see where he's going to be in the future, maybe even approach, you know, potentially partnering. Fast forward to October where we went to Financial Freedom Summit in D.C. Uh, with Michael Blanc. And he was a speaker there again for Michael Blanc. And, um, and it just, you know, it kind of just dawned on me that this guy was was going places. And not only that, but he was local to my area. So we were constantly running into each other. And I was getting towards the end of my time uh, in the Hampton Roads area. And we were getting ready to move to Japan, which is where we are now. And that was November time frame where our stuff got packed up because it takes about two months. And during that time, you know, over the past few months, I had been constantly trying to work on, on projects myself, trying to do everything myself, raise money myself, have a net worth, liquidity, talk with brokers, all of these things that I was just wholly unprepared for. And looking back on it now, it's kind of laughable that, you know, I thought I could ever get to that point by myself that I could buy these large apartment buildings without really having any experience, any net worth or liquidity, any real money or, or background or track record to, to raise these funds. And it, you know, it dawned on me that I couldn't do a lot of these same things when I went to Japan, right? I mean, I I was going to be working odd hours, not being able to call brokers, you know, or follow up with lenders or deals, or I mean, even be as responsive as I could be back when I was back in the United States. So I started thinking of other ways that I could contribute to people and really build my brand out. And one of those things was to start a podcast. So you're listening to it now. So obviously I started it, but in November of, of 2019, I started doing interviews for the lessons of real estate show. And, uh, one of my first interviews with, was with Phil and I was like, okay, this guy's got, you know, a reputation. He's got a great story. You know, I might as well have him on. He, he can share some great lessons. And so we had our interview with him. It went really well. He talked about his book and promoted his book, uh, which, uh, was a really good story. And uh, he's still actually promoting his book about uh, using your VA loan to purchase real estate and eventually making, you know, using that to leverage yourself into buying more and more properties and, and essentially making yourself a millionaire as a, as a, uh, as a military member. And so we talked about that book a little bit. We talked about his experience getting started in, you know, the multifamily scene. We talked about uh, how to, uh, you know, really get started in, in the lessons learned with getting started, not only as a syndicator, but just in the multifamily experience as well. So it was a great interview and I encourage you to check it out. I think it's episode five. And uh, after the interview, he was like, Hey, you know, I, I, I see you hustling. I see you constantly at these different events. I see you're clearly wanting to do something with your life and real estate investing. Like I got this deal that is, it was at that point, it was about 10 minutes away from where I lived. It's in Chesapeake. It's 104 units. I got it under contract. Would you like to come in and help capital raise for it? And, you know, at first I was happy, apprehensive about it because I never really raised, uh, you know, that amount of money before, which is really, he was asking for at least 500,000. And then at that point, I'd only raised 50,000 for the, for the JV on that triplex. But, you know, in, 
in typical entrepreneurial fashion was like, yeah, sure. You know, I'll say yes and figure it out later. And that's what I did. And I was really worried about being able to raise that much, that much money. Uh, it was a $2.8 million raise. There were six other, seven other people that were involved with this raise, you know, and I, and then I was optimistically, uh, I was hopefully optimistic that we were going to be able to get this raise done and that I was going to be able to raise $500,000 for this. And so with that one conversation, he brought me in on the deal. Um, and really my stake in, in the general partnership was going to be based on how much money I could bring. Well, it turns out that, um, you know, putting the deal, the package, the deal package together in a certain way, bringing on the certain sponsors that we had and, and building the, the network that I had over the last few months with mainly a lot of military investors in the area who were just like me, eager to get started, but, and, and had some money, but they just didn't have the track record. They didn't have the experience. They may not even have the time to do a lot of the same things that I wanted to do. And so I just tapped into that and lo and behold, I was able to soft commit about $1.6 million, which dwindled down to about 800,000 when everything was said and done. Um, mainly for a lot of different issues. People got cold feet. We had medical issues come up. Um, some people just didn't like totally like the deal. And so in the, in the end of things, I was able to raise about $800,000 for that deal. Um, much higher than the 500,000 I thought I could actually do. And so, you know, we closed on that deal in March and that was my first introduction to actually doing a syndication on a large multifamily deal. Fast a few months from there, and we are raising for another deal with another partner of mine on the on the Marina Point deal in Chesapeake. And we have other deals that we have coming down the line that we're going to raise for as well. So it just goes to show you what that one connection can do to radically change your life for the better. And so what I want you to take away from this story is, is not that I was lucky in finding Phil, although I was. I think that luck does have a certain aspect to it when you are getting started in this business, but just finding out those individuals that can really add value to your life and that you can add value to back. And I think the first part is just putting yourself out there and networking. You're never going to find the individuals that you need to find if you're just sitting at home, not interacting with people. If you're just sitting and and messing around on Facebook, if you're just sitting and looking at properties constantly, right? Sure. Looking at properties and underwriting deals is great. But then the day, if you don't have the qualifications to be able to close on the deal, then you're kind of wasting your time, right? If you don't have the ability to raise capital to close on these deals, you're wasting your time. If you don't have the the liquidity and the net worth or the ability to close on loans, and you're wasting your time until you find a partner that you can, that can fulfill those things for you. And you're not going to find those partners unless you're actively going out and networking with people, talking with people, showing people that you're hustling, constantly being out there and putting your name out there and, and moving forward and, and showing enthusiasm and, you know, fill in the blank on, on what that means to you. So I encourage you to get outside of your bubble, I encourage you to go out there and meet people, I encourage you to go out and network with individuals because you never know where it's going to lead. You never know who that one individual is that could change your life that one connection that can change your life and just open up all the doors in your life to becoming a millionaire, to becoming a real estate builder, to becoming, um, you know, 10X in your business. And so I encourage you to get out there. I encourage you to meet people. I encourage you to see what you have to offer to other people and constantly add value to people's lives. You know, that is ultimately where it comes is people will congregate around those individuals who constantly put out positive thoughts to the world who constantly put out 
positive energy to the world that are constantly giving back rather than just constantly taking. So I encourage you, if you're going to go to these networking events, just, just talk with people, add value to people, tell people about your experiences, tell people about what you want to do, what your aspirations are and how you can add to their own aspirations, but ultimately just listen to what they have to say. So that is my episode about how one connection can change your life. If you have stories of your own, please reach out and tell them because I think that's really important for others to feel encouragement that what they're doing is validated. You know, for so long, I felt like I was going through this, this real estate career just kind of on my own, not really knowing what I was doing and, and felt like I was kind of spinning my wheels. And as I talk with people more and more over the past few months, I kind of realized that, you know, there's a lot of people who are in the same boat as you. Whether you're a military, whether you are stuck in a corporate job, whether you are fill in the blank, you know, 30 years old, 50 years old, 18 years old, and you think that you're too young, you're too old, you're too, you know, you're too lazy, you don't have enough time, you don't have enough money, you don't have enough experience, you don't have, you know, fill in the blank on what that limiting belief is for you. There are others out there who have the same thoughts and who can provide you encouragement to get over them. There's always someone out there that is looking for the same thing that you are. So go out there and find them. Go out there and partner with them. Go out there and be the best version of yourself. And that starts with taking the first step towards finding those individuals. So with that, I hope you have enjoyed the show and this and this uh, episode's today's topic. And I will see you guys next week. Have a great rest of your day. One more thing before you go. I want to be real for a second. If you are enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way to promoting the show and continuing to bring you great content from stellar guests. I read every rating and it helps me develop the best practices and give you the best possible version of me and the show. If you have any comments, recommend topics or guests, you can reach out to me at anthony at pintocapitalinvestments.com and we can connect. That's all I have, folks. Catch you next time on the Lessons in Real Estate Show.